We are coming to you with the unspoken words. This is the Red Road Perspective. With humility, experience, reflection, and that unique style of indigenous humor, we discuss the issues that affect our mind, body, spirit, and emotional well-being as natives in recovery. Well-briety. Community, accountability, transparency, and service work. Uh, hope. Ah uh, hey, yeah. ah uh, hey, Whoopcha, whoopcha. Digu Hey, welcome, welcome. Episode thirty-four, unspoken words in the house. Hey, Hakeem, the dream shack attack. That's right. Uh Barkley when he was at Houston. CB. 34. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I thought, I thought he Webb. was. I thought he was uh, four in Houston. Who? Oh, was he four? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's was he right. four? Yeah, he was four. Yeah, because it was the dream. It was the dream. It was the dream. Now, but 34. he was thirty-four in Phoenix. Remember, ninety-three. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Last time the Suns made the finals. Was um, C Webb thirty-four? No, no, no. C Webb was thirty-two, four. I believe. No, he was just four. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was yeah, I remember four. that from thirty-two. Remember, Fab Five days. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Number four, Fab for Five. Sure, for sure, for sure. Gold, blue and gold. Thirty-four. I can't even. I think Carmelo was thirty-four. No, he was thirty-two. Oh, thirty-two. It was Akeem the Dream, Shaq. Yep. Um, dog, I don't even know who Charles Barkley in Phoenix. Yeah. And uh, where did he play before that? Uh, I think Barclay, even in Philly he was 32, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He was 32. I don't know. And then Akeem, like we said Akeem already. Yeah. No, he was 34 in Philly. He was, check it out. Check it out <laughs> real Google. quick, man. Uh, we got Google. We got Google. Anyway. Anyway, so yeah, as he's checking that out. Four. <clears throat> um. Real quick, man, I was going to just this little icebreaker, and then we'll go into what song is it then? What song is it then? I like so, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, Akeem Olajuwon, oh, Charles Ray Barkley. Allen. Yeah, so Charles Barkley wore 34, 32, and 34. Okay. 32? Yeah. yeah, yeah. How come it is? I, I don't know. I just had this picture of him when he was in Houston with a single digit. I think he did wear four there. Oh. For a little bit, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Anyway. So, a little icebreaker real quick, and then we'll go into our game, huh? Sound good? Go yes, for sir. it. All right. Do this. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to count to three, <laughs> and we're going to start laughing. I love this. All right? Okay. All right. So, on three. One, two, <laughs> three. Wait, wait. <laughs> I was sleeping at one point. Both of you guys, right on two. <laughs> he, he started it. <laughs> right when I said two, you guys started giggling around. Because <laughs> at first I was like, I don't think I can laugh. I don't think I can just laugh like that. Oh, man, I know. I, didn't, I wasn't even in the mood for laughing. <laughs> But you got me in the mood. <laughs> How did you do that? <laughs> oh, I don't know. We did that at a conference, and I know it was hilarious. We laughed for like five minutes. On <laughs> <laughs> three, we'll start laughing. That's crazy. Right, man. We come to three, we're going to start laughing. Okay, <laughs> here we go. What song is it then? Oh, 
Okay, these are primarily from the 90s. Um, Too legit. Too legit. Too legit. Oh, wait, no, no, no. It's it's not 90s. There's Some of them are some from the 90s, and some of them are a little bit older. But you probably heard them. Okay, this one might be a little bit easier. Um, okay, here we go. First song. Things are not the way they used to be. I won't tell no lie. One and all got to face reality now. Though I try to find the answer to all the questions they ask, though I know it's impossible to go living through the past. Don't tell no lie. Bob Marley. Yeah. This guy, first square. What song? Uh, man, I can't remember the song. Don't. Uh, Any ideas, JC? No, I don't. Oh, but I didn't do introductions. That's what was missing. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, we're already in. I don't already in. I'm, I'm JC. Yeah, I'm Randy. I'm Empty Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> No ideas, huh? Uh-uh. It's uh, Don't Um. Don't Um. <laughs> Can I look it's at a, a track list? No. It's uh, Donuts. I knew it. All right, I'll tell you guys. Natural Mystic. Natural Mystic oh, flowing through the air. Man, yeah. I knew that first line is the one that got me. Things are not the way they used to be. Yeah, that was the one that... I won't tell no lie. Triggered something, but I couldn't. Man, was, there's a natural mystic flowing through the air. Yeah, if you listen carefully now, you will hear. All right, <clears throat> this one's a little bit more upbeat. Hopefully, you guys can get it. Writing names on my hollow tips, plotting shit, mad violence. Who I'm going. Who I'm gonna body this hood politics. Acknowledge it. Leave bodies chopped in garbage bags. <laughs> Seeds watch us grow up and try to follow us. Police watch us roll up and try knocking us. One knee I ducked. Couldn't be my time is up. But my luck, I got up. The cop shot again. Any clue? Biggie Smalls. Close. NWA. Nope. How was that close? <laughs> 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 oh, he's an East Coast rapper. Yeah. Uh, Wu-Tang Clan. No. No? Slick Rick. No. Yeah. Oh, I don't think Slick Rick's that way. No, he's not. Hollow tips. Hollow t- that part rings a bell somewhere. Writing names on my hollow tips. All right. Should I give it to you guys? Oh, I hate this game. Yo, all I need is one mic. One mic. One mic. Oh, one Nas. Mic. Yeah. Uh, all I need is one mic. Is that that? Is that? Are those? Is yeah. that one mic? Yeah. Dog. 
gotta be kidding me, man. <laughs> hey, These he are got, so hard. He got, he got me on that Tupac one, too. And he's, oh, he's, he's gonna <laughs> speak on it. <laughs> really threw me under the bus for that one. <laughs> uh, it's that delivery. It's the delivery yeah, that uh, just stumps me every time. That's good, though. That's a good thing. All right. Here we go. Last one. This one might. I know you guys know this one. I know it. <clears throat> I'm doing this tonight. You're probably going to start a fight. I know this can't be right. Hey, baby, come on. I loved you endlessly. When you weren't there for me, so now it's time to leave and make it alone. Pink. Close? Is it a girl? No, it's not a girl. Oh. But it's definitely in that pop kind of. Oh, okay. Say it again. Same era as Pink when she first came out. I'm doing this tonight. You're probably going to start a fight. I know this can't be right. Hey, baby, come on. I loved you and endlessly. Justin Timberlake. Keep going. Justin Timberlake. Uh, NSYNC? Yeah. NSYNC. Uh, what song? I don't know any of their songs. <laughs> but you could probably sing them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember them from the radio, though. I'm doing this tonight. You're probably going to start a fight. I know this can't be right. Hey, baby, come on. What's the what's the chorus again? Sing the chorus. Can't the names in there? <laughs> the names in there. <laughs> Hum it, baby, 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 baby. They do this in the video, baby. I think I can see the video right yeah, now. Yeah, baby, baby, <laughs> baby, 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 bye, bye, bye. Oh, bye, bye, bye. <laughs> Bye bye bye. <laughs> of all of those, I thought that would be the one. I thought that was the one. I thought that was the one. It's <laughs> like these guys would know this one. Baby, <laughs> bye bye bye. Yeah, baby, bye oh, bye dude. bye. Now you know it. <laughs> now you can sing it. Man, remember when that song used to be on the radio like twenty four seven? Oh, twenty four when it was hot one oh one seven. Every hour on the hour. Yeah, that and Destiny's Child, man. Oh man. Nice. I love Destiny's Child, man. I'm, I was up, I'm still upset they broke up. I know, right? I'm Kelly still and what's yeah. your name? Say my name, say my name. When no one is around you. Say, baby, I love you. <laughs> if you ain't running, gang. What, right? You ain't down with Destiny's Child? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What are their names again? Kelly, Kelly, Beyonce, and what's the other one? It starts with an M, right? Um, Melissa. No. I don't know. <laughs> Man, I forgot her name. I can see her face. Though. Margaret. Know, like, there wasn't there like four of them in the beginning? Yeah. And then they started dipping out, and then Beyonce was like, peace. I'm going to yeah. do this on my own. And then she was in the Austin Powers movie. Foxy Cleopatra? Yep. We should do movies next. 
Yeah, movies. I should do movie quotes. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Oh, that would be good. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right there. Uh, we, we yes, to, sir. Yes, sir. Me and my uh, nieces used to do that all the time. Oh yeah. What, what, what movie is it? Then? What movie is it then? Or what's that on? <laughs> what's that on? What's then? that on? Then? Yeah, that'd be the name of the game. What's that on then? What's hey, that on then? Hey, shout out to my my little sister Tessa. She, when she was little, she wanted to play too. So. I guess they were doing theirs, and then she, it was her turn, so she goes, rah! <laughs> <laughs> and every, I guess they all just looked at her and kind of, mm-hmm. I don't know. She did it again. Rah! <laughs> oh, we give up. We don't, what is it? And she goes, Jurassic Park. <laughs> Tessa, I love you. Oh, that's a good one. Yay, yay. All right, man. Should we get into our uh, main topic or what? Yes, sir. All right, man. DJ, why don't you hit me with that beat? Yo, let's get into our topic. Yo, let's get into our topic. All right, all right, all right. We're in episode three, four. Up in here, and tonight we're just gonna do like some shout outs, you know. Excuse me, sorry. Um, we're gonna do some shout outs. Each of us is gonna go around the horn. Uh, I'll start out first just to people, and we're gonna keep going around until we feel that it's sufficient. But just a shout out to people that helped us either get to recovery or when we're in our addiction, they hollered at us and hey man, you need to get your stuff together. Or, you know, as we're going on the red road, <clears throat> um, going on this recovery, and they came along and started helping us. And so, I think for me, um, man, I forget his name, but it was when I checked into detox, and then I was going to go into treatment, 2015, September, right after Labor Day, I was sitting in detox, and I felt horrible, just felt miserable. And I was tired, like, I wanted to go to sleep, but I was scared to go to sleep, and, and I was just waiting for the alcohol to get out of my system so they could give me some chill pills so I could sleep, and it was that first night in detox, and I was just laying there, and I was just, like, sweating, anxiety through the roof, and one of the RTs came in, he sat at the foot of my bed, and he was like, hey, what's up, man, how you doing, and he told me his story. And like what, how he stays in recovery now and how his life looks now. And that was, that was like the first, like just glimmer of hope for me. Cause like I was laying there just miserable, anxiety through the roof, looking at this guy, um, telling, talking to me, you know, sharing his experience, strength and hope with me. And I was like, man, I want that. I want what he's talking about. Um, I want that life that he's talking about. And it wasn't anything extravagant. It wasn't, it was just a sober life. You know, that he was able to work. He was able to take care of his responsibilities, able to handle his business soberly and just adulting stuff that he was talking about. And I was like, man, I want that. I want that so bad. And it was just like 
just lit that fire. Actually, it wasn't even a fire, just a little spark. Like when you flick your um, lighter and it goes, whoosh, there's that little that little spark of light. And I hung on to that because at that point I had no hope. I had no faith. And, <clears throat> man, I can see your face right now, but I cannot remember your name. I've been thinking about it all day long. Um, and, you know, six months later, I'm in recovery. I'm walking Red Road, and I went to go work at the facility where I went to treatment. And I got to work with this individual and get to know him better and thank him for, um, you know, just sitting there on my on my detox bed and just visiting with me for a couple hours when I was in my, you know, probably one of my darkest hours. And <clears throat> I'm going to try to remember your name before this episode's over. I'm going to say your name. Say his name. Say his name. Larry. If nobody's around Felix you. Jasper Anderson he Sounds like a Jeff <laughs> Sounds like a Jeff Sounds like a Walter Hefe <laughs> No he was like uh, He was uh, Like Yes Spain He was right. into soccer Racist no, <laughs> Mario M- Mufasa <laughs> <laughs> Say it again Oh, Tomas. Say it again. Say it again. <laughs> Tomas. Tomas. Javier. Mm. Javier. Yeah. <laughs> Javier with an X. Javier. <laughs> Jorge. <laughs> El Chapo. El Chapo. <laughs> oh, with that, I'll give it a pass to whichever one of you gentlemen, either Podgotti or your favorite Indian. Pass to my right, the guy with the mic. No, I'm just kidding. To the left, to the left. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I, in the I, box I, to the left. Man, I just been like, I've been thinking after after we're talking this, uh, after we mentioned, and there is two individuals that really believed in me when nobody else did, and never gave up on me when everybody else did, or maybe you know didn't. Maybe they didn't give up on me, but what they did show was, like, tough love. And number one was my brother, Adrian. Always willing to give me the benefit of the doubt and believe in me, like I said. The other one was Jeremy. And these two individuals are still important figures in my life today. Jeremy came and visited me when nobody would visit me. Put money on my books and got me back in contact with my daughter. Bought me clothes when I just got out of got out of jail and didn't have nothing to wear. Um, my brother Adrian welcomed me into his house and probably against everybody else's advice or, you know. Here's his brother, this drug addict, alcoholic, just makes the wrong decisions all the time, and somewhere deep inside, he welcomed me in the house and. Those were like the two pillars in my life. The other one is Pastor Richard Mills out there in Riverton, Wyoming. This is the third one. Yeah, I've been in that program like four or five, like four times. Mm. Dog, like we, like, I was so like, at first I did it to, <clears throat> at first I went to treatment to, as part of my sentence. Yeah. Read the Bible, started this walk. 
come home, went last, go back again. It, it was more of an escape. I didn't wasn't wanting to be sober. I tried to be sober, but I wasn't ready. But this is the first time I saw, like, okay, pastors are, like, regular people because I used to, you know, like, dang, like, I never liked God or and never really had that relationship. But I saw this man, who he was, and then he was also a meth addict. Mm. And moved from Los Angeles, California, all the way to Riverton, Wyoming, and built a church up with nothing. Mm. And I was the third crow there. Yeah, there was two other crows there before me. Kaka. And I was the third one, but I would go back and back and back and back. But it got to the point where me and this man developed a relationship, and we almost came to blows a few times. Mm. Like, man, you almost hit it, the man of God. Yeah, like that's when I was like, <laughs> dang, like this guy, like pastors are just normal people. Like, man, we wouldn't like, and not to say anything bad about him, but oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I would like push his buttons and for sure. And we'd get into like I wouldn't I would get bullheaded and stiff necked and didn't want to change and mm. challenge everybody and by this time I was reading the Bible and the and, and would really love the word of God, but mm. I would go and challenge these people with the wrong spirit, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like just to prove a point. Yep, yep, yep. yep. I've been there. But I've been kicked out of there, man. Almost come to blows. Like, man, I remember one day, like I took my car back the last time I went there and I was jamming. And then he came over and got after me, and like like me and him got into a shouting match. Almost like again, almost came to pose, <laughs> and he kicked me out. I packed all my bags and I headed out. And then he called me back. He's like, "Man, Randy, like we got into you know had a had a phone discussion." And but he he also helped me, man. Like to this day, probably one of my best greatest mentors. Word. So it's just like people that never gave up on me, man. Three individuals. Love you guys. Shout out all three of you. Shout out to the trilogy. Yes, and with that, I will pass the mic to the guy on my right. The sensei. The sensei. Of the unspoken. Isn't that your right? The unspoken dojo. <laughs> From the Arrow Creek Dojo, the, the resident left. sensei, the <laughs> Mr. Miyagi, uh, man. in the Old Crow Way, <laughs> Miyagi Lawrence, part Mexican, underlay, underlay, stupid, oh man, um, I don't even know where to start. Uh, I'll just, well, you know, I guess kind of like Josiah, or you guys, both of you started from the beginning. Like, for me, I started out in, in prison. And when I was in there, you know, I tell you guys about all that, you know, self-discovery and all that reading and all these things I was finding out about, you know, um, how I work. But uh, there's a psychologist, a doctor of psychology. Her name was Dr. Weber. I never did find out her first name. She never gave it, and I never asked. Mm. Just Dr. Weber. And then that first that first meeting I had with her when she took me into her office and said, are you interested in some of these programs? That first conversation, she after that, I was just, like, fascinated with, you know, all her knowledge and stuff. Word. And I would just sit there and pick her brain. Like, okay, so I, I read this today. 
and this is what it said and then you know and then she explained it to me yeah. in a way that I could understand and it was just crazy she's like like a jedi and she's one of the first people or you know she she gave me a lot of really good advice she said first off you know you can practice practice your you know the, the mental part of it in here before you get out there so you know um i guess the 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 thoughts that we have like you know Josiah says we relapse before we we ever take a drink right yes and that's yep. that mental part of it you know like maybe mental and emotional and all that but how to curb that now with little things and then when you get out and then you know those things start coming and then you're you know already know how to kind of deal with this in a certain way so that was one thing she said practice now so when you get out there you know you're not going to just be uh going in cold yeah and and the other thing too is she was just like so encouraging she's you know she said so that's that 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 person before that's not you you know the person you are today and then you know um how did she oh man trying to remember how she was basically she said where you're at today is a reflection of who you were and where you'll be at tomorrow is a reflection of what you're doing today. Mm. If that makes any sense. Yep. Yes. And so, I mean, I mean look at us right now. I mean, we started out, you know, with, with the basics and we didn't even know really what we were doing. And now look at us today. You know, who knows where we're going to be tomorrow? Exactly. That's pretty much what I got out of it. But she was really, really smart and, Really intelligent lady, and then the other thing too that I got from her was, man, she was so even keel. Because you know, you try to work with inmates, and some of them they just pop off and just call her all kinds of nasty names. Yeah, and she just sat there, and you know, and she like, okay, like yeah, yeah, like it didn't even phase her at all. And then, yeah. and she's the one that told me too, like some along the lines of, and I read this and I brought it up to her, but she said, it's not true until you accept it. Mm. So in other mm. words, I can call you any name in the book. Yeah. And that's not true. And I can accuse you and say you were this and you were that and you did this. But it's not it's only true when you accept it. Mm. Otherwise it's just words. Yeah. I tell mine it's like coo, coo, <laughs> sky. But anyway, that would be my first first one, I guess, <laughs> if we're going down the timeline and then obviously there's more, but I'll pass it on to you. Empty barrel. Empty barrel. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. Like, what's <laughs> Is that a fat joke? <laughs> um, no, like, yeah, What? how I equate what she said to you is I kind of like, uh, what is it? Today's obedience is tomorrow's blessing. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of, my brother told me that a while back. <clears throat> And I just been like that's kind of one of the things I hang on to, <clears throat> but um okay, so moving along, uh, oh I remember his name is Antonio. I was uh, close because I was always say that to him Antonio, and I'd say it like that like, Antonio Banderas, but that wasn't his last name. <laughs> and, Javier. <clears throat> yeah, he was always like, I think he was like from Spain, or his parents were from Spain or something. But he was really he loved soccer. Did he move back? Uh, no, um, I don't know whatever happened to him because, like, we just kind of lost touch about contact, 
yeah, we lost contact three, four years ago. Uh, he was having some troubles, and then he just kind of ghosted me. So, I mean, you can make assumptions of what happened, but, <clears throat> yeah, I just kind of lost touch with him three, four years ago. But he definitely, um, there was another RT there that his name was Brian, same thing. He just, you know, spoke into my life and told me what he did. And it was crazy by the time I went back to go work there, I asked where he was and stuff here, man. He, like, went back out. Here, like, he was one of the big, big, one of the big influences, too. Like that, he just told me his, told me what he did, and I wanted it. And I was like, man, I want that life. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's that cunning, baffling, powerful. Um, yeah, then moving on, you know, definitely Reverend Mulberry here. Um, you know, he's moved on, went to Michigan, pastoring over there and everything. But, <clears throat> yeah, man, he was like one of the, at like five, six months into recovery is when I met him. And and then he just like, you know, I started meeting with him, talking with him, and just like kind of going through the steps with him. And he was always, you know, I'm rooting for you, always saying that I'm rooting for you. And like one of the biggest things that he taught me was that speak well of yourself to yourself. And that opened my eyes to like how how degrading and how negative I was to myself. Mm. Like he really kind of helped me go down that path to like love myself. Like kind of, I don't, I, I, I mean, looking back, hindsight's twenty twenty. you know, he probably knew what he was doing, but like he's just guiding me in that way until, you know, I got to the point where I actually like fully like love myself because just with that simple thing, speak well of yourself to yourself. Like to me, that made so much sense. Like it just hit me, and my mind was like, "Boo!" Because like <clears throat> inside my head, I'm like, "One, I'm a negative Nancy. I'm a Debbie Downer." Um, so it's just yeah. There it goes. Inside my head, like I'll go negative. I'll go negative Nancy, Debbie Downer, real quick, but. Speak well of yourself to yourself, man. That was so profound to me that it really paid, helped me go down that road to love myself and just really have positivity, positive thoughts instead of like, because even today I struggle with negative thoughts. Like right away, boom, my thoughts go negative, boom, boom, boom. So I'm able to put a stop to those now. It's like, no, I'm not going to think about that and I'm not going to dwell on this negativity. Um, I'm going to think about what is good, what is pure, what is joyful. Think about love. Think about those kind of things um, because that's who creator is. He's all those things. He's a positive. He's the, he's the, um, <clears throat> he's the, what? What am I trying to say here? Like, the, he's everything. Creator God. Bharatiya. Yichuk Bharish. Yahuwah. And that really, you know, speak well of yourself to yourself, took me down that road to love myself and then to really focus on, you know, that God is love. And then in order to emulate that, I got to show love to other people. But it starts with me loving myself. And, you know, Reverend Mulberry really helped me get there. And I had, I didn't have success with sponsors. Um, 
But like Reverend Mulberry became my sponsor and he's the one who walked me through the steps, walked me through becoming a better person, like mentally, like just, Hey, you're human. These things are going to happen. And <clears throat> definitely God thing. Cause when I walked into this church, I had gone through like three months of rejection in the Bellings community for talking circles. Even all the native organizations turned me away. Everywhere and anywhere I could think of, chasing down leads to find a top a venue for the talking circle. And I walk in to this church. I got directed here, set up a meeting, set up a sit down, talking with Reverend Mulberry for 10 minutes. And then he's like, oh, so when do you want to start? And I was just like, uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> and I was just like, I haven't gotten this far. So, you know, I was like, <clears throat> I was like in that salesman mode. I had my sales pitch. I had my rebuttals ready. But he was like, when do you want to start? And I was just like, wow. Wow. Okay. So we sat there for like another half hour talking about when we're going to start, what what it's going to look like, what room I'm going to use, and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, definitely shout out to Reverend Mulberry. And I'll pass the rock over to the man in camel. <laughs> Camouflage tonight, the soldier. Man, I think that's dope. Like when you said that, the first thing I thought about was like you had all these no's, but all it took was one person to believe in you. Yes, sir. And you, you look at the fruit of that. The Bible says that you shall know them by their fruit. Mm. And now, like, Talking Circle is a thriving yeah. community and staple, I would say. Yeah, staple this in church down, in downtown, downtown in the downtown community, and dude, all those people said no, but now I bet <laughs> they'd probably love to have you now. Word, and it's like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, and like the first place I went to was the old urban clinic, and those guys like shot me down. Yeah, I thought for sure I was like, all right, man, this is gonna be a shoe in. I go over there, tell them what I want to do, and they'll give me a room and blah blah blah, and they like. Oh, we'll call you back. Do you have a card? And I was like, uh, no, I don't have a card, but I'll leave my information. They called me back a couple of days later and said, no, you can't have a talking circle here. We're going in a different direction. And I was like, all right, then. Peace. And then that went under. And then when this new urban clinic came up, they like, hey, start a talking circle at the clinic. <laughs> and pre-pandemic, we had noon talking circles up there. Oh, Monday through Friday. So, That's yeah. cool, man. So like that food circle, like what you said. <clears throat> For me, it would be Pastor Myron Falls down. Um, when I first came back to the reservation, that was the church. Like, I didn't really try a lot of churches, but the churches I did go to, I always felt judged. Mm-hmm. Because of my past, my background, <clears throat> maybe it was just rejection issues on my part. Never felt like I fit in, even churches here. But when I went there, I knew right away when I walked in that this was going to be my home. And I did anything, like I would wait. I took any opportunity to pick this man's brain, like JC was saying. And he would feed me. He would feed me, and then, 
and I, I always thought about it, and I always waited till Sundays, and then I waited till Tuesday's prayer night, and then I waited till Thursday service, and like I would, like those were the days that I look forward to in my, um, um, at the time, and he really didn't even minister to me. He didn't preach to me. He didn't. But what he taught me was how to be a man. He uh, he would pick me up when he needed something done. Church needed work. I would go shovel. I would go do whatever the church needed, go throughout the trash. I remember a, uh, a wicked storm came through, and they were just building a brand-new church. And one of them old trees fell on that beam and broke it. And I went, the next day he came after me and just heard somebody honking. And I'm like, dang. So he came after me and took me to work. And it's just me. There, there was a few people there, but he would yell at me and get after me. and Don't know what he saw in me. But when I look back on it now, he was just teaching me how to be a man. Because, like, before sobriety, I never had, never had like, a real job. I always mm. did my own thing. Never really thought I would, like, not to be dramatic, but didn't really think I was going to live that long. Yeah. So I never really cared about anything and, and didn't have any type of responsibility. It was basically just a bum. But he took, invested, he, he invested a lot into me. And like I said, he just demonstrated what men should do. My my dad died when I was young. Um, really wasn't a part of my life for the last five years. We had like a rough relationship, but but I loved him. He was my dad. But Pastor Myron showed me, and there I got the vision. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I did whatever I could around the church, with shovel, with broom, whatever, even... Even now to this day, like, my respect for this man is so high. Like, if I see him doing anything physical, I'll go and mm. do it for him. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's how I honor him. But that that would be number two because, like, now I can pick up the phone and he would answer and, and talk to me if I right. needed wisdom mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, and stuff like that. How should that? Yeah, but you know, like that's like when I think about it, like even now, like the way that I preach. Yeah. Like you can tell I come from that church. Like does that like you know like is your pedigree. Yeah, like that because that's where I'm from. Like even now, like the staple in my life is prayer and 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 I'm not like trying to be like sound super spiritual man, I pray for this. But I'm saying, like, there, there's a hunger and a, and a desire inside my life to tap into the presence of God. Because the presence of God has everything that we need. Oh, yeah. In there you find healing. In there you find restoration. In there you find deliverance. It's, mm-hmm. it's there. It's a place. Like, there's prayer where we, you know, it's surface prayer, which is fine. But then there's prayer, like, when you go deep in. And, and, mm-hmm. and I believe that's where it came from, that hunger and that desire. Mm-hmm. When you when you tap into you know a, a different realm because I believe that your relationship can be so strong with your Creator that you can actually tap into Him. Word. So, 
But yeah, man. Shout out. Pastor Myron. <clears throat> Let's see. Um, yeah, I got to get to, obviously, my parents before we get too deep into that. Um, like, my mom and my dad and my and my daughter, Julia, um, <clears throat> you know, when I was down, they were the only ones that really had any contact with me. You know, I emailed them back and forth. They never failed to answer my emails. You know, mm-hmm. when I called, they would take time out to accept my phone call. Mm-hmm. Um and, and, and like my dad, I told you guys this before, it was like right before I left, he told me something so profound that I hold on to each day is that you need to reevaluate your belief system. Mm-hmm. And I took that to mean so many different things, you know, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically. Mm-hmm. And, and I kind of pursued that. I think that was one of the, the main things that I, I used to go after things, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, and then obviously learning from psychology that about, you know, the core, the core beliefs, it's, it's, it starts from the center and works its way out, its way out. And so, you know, and then just, you know, like my mom too, you know, she put money on my books um, and she was taking care of my kids. Mm. Uh, so, you know, she just just those two things right there i know it's kind of it's a a material thing yeah but at the same time you know she didn't she never she never made me feel guilty like even though i would say you know oh, you didn't have to do that you didn't have to do that cuz one day i would just go check my account and there'd be money on there and it would have her name on it cuz it'll show you who sent it or just the last name yeah but i i would i would know right away and then you know um and it's just so appreciative because I know there's a lot of bros in there that they they don't get that. And it might seem, you know, like I said, materialistic at first, but, it you know, it was that whole thought. It was the fact that, you know, there are people out here rooting for you, even though I was in there. Yeah. It's easy to be forgotten in there. It is mm. easy. And for somebody to remember you like that, like that's profound. It is. And... and and it's a it's i mean i can't express how how grateful how grateful it makes you feel i mean just how you know like man like you like you, like after work i'd go and then check we have like about 20 30 minutes before we have to lock down for count and i'd go and uh, check my emails and man they oh you got one message you got two messages oh you got three messages right on and man, my heart would just <laughs> see what they had to say. You know? Oh man! <clears throat> and it was, you know, usually those. It was just those three. And, yeah. Um, and I know, like you know, all my my brothers and sisters, my aunts and uncles, everybody else in my family, they loved me and they cared about me and they wanted me to succeed. But it was those three that were front and center, and you know, they they stood by me. My mom, like kind of like how Randy was saying, tough love. Mm. Um, and I. <laughs> I didn't like it at the time, but I absolutely appreciate it now. And then coming out of the other side of it, then, you know, she was standing right there saying, you know, I got you. Mm. And, you know, she's just so supportive. She's always, she's, she, her and my dad are always asking about the podcast. You know, how are you guys doing? They're supportive. You guys stick with it. You know, they're always giving us compliments. I know. One of the words that, oh, my Auntie Marge said, you guys are smooth. Hey. I told you. I told you. I told you guys. So, you know, and I got to give a shout out to my parents and my daughter, Julia, who just had, well, not just, 
uh, I got a grandson. He's about two years old. Wow. And then, you know, I'm just having that opportunity to not really start over, but to honestly say that that kid won't ever see me drunk or high. Yeah. You know, just like some wild and out crazy whatever I used to be, you know. Breaking generational curses. Exactly. Yes, and <clears throat> so that that would be my... I mean, I can go on and on about the ways that they support me, but, you know, it would be kind of redundant because it's just... But I am grateful. I am absolutely grateful to this day. You know, I just had uh, I had dinner with my dad. Father's Day. Happy belated Father's Day to all you fathers out there. Yes. Happy Father's Day to all you filthy animals. You filthy animals. <laughs> Happy Father's Day to me and to me. <laughs> Happy Father's Day to me. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and, you know, my mom comes down and she, first thing she does when she pulls into town, she said, we're going to be at such and such. You hungry? And that's what I always like, you know, I like about my parents is like, they'll feed you. Uh-huh. And they're like, let's go eat. And, you know, and I remember sitting in, at the chow hall, when I'm in, when no, I'm in the joint like that, and it's just eating, just ugh. some of it's rough, bro. Yeah, it's but. not all of it is, but some of it is really rough. And then you know, man, my dad will say, "Let's go get a steak. Make sure you get that prime rib." Oof, Duh. man. And then I was like, Oof. so I just just those little things like that, right. you know. I mean, it's just it's crazy, but yeah, I shall pass. Right on. Well, man, it's been good so far. A couple rounds, two really good. Should we go one more round? Let's go one more round. Yeah. One more, one more. Like those uh, powwow dancers. One more time. Do, 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 do. One, one more time. Oh, that's how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought you were going to sing the other one. One more time. Baby, just give me one more. No? Uh, hmm. No. I was, what's that one called? It's uh, Daft Punk. Is that yeah. the one you were singing? I, one, no, one I was doing time. that. Remember that? Uh, remember that cheer? Like Lotsgrass has a cheer when people miss free throws. One more time, do do do. Oh, <laughs> I was <laughs> singing, I was singing a Daft Punk song. Okay, hit me, baby, one more time. <laughs> Britney Spears. <laughs> oh, that was Britney Spears. <laughs> I know that one move. <laughs> <laughs> that one move. Oh, and I was just like that. Bye bye bye. <laughs> it's like a little duck. <laughs> quack 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 <laughs> Alright uh, Well man so many Have helped me out over the years Definitely um, You know shout out to My parents You know my late dad Always there You know whenever I needed uh, Someone to talk to Or hear some good advice My mom My brothers You know my sister My aunts uncles Everybody in my family You know that Didn't give up on me That they might have didn't like me at the time, <laughs> you know, didn't want me around, but I know yeah. I know they're praying for me. So definitely shout out to them and um okay, get more into that later on. But the one I wanted to touch on was that on my own. Now she's a Reverend Harmon, Lisa Harmon, the the pastor here now, the senior pastor at Billings mm-hmm. First Congregational Church, three ten North Twenty Seventh Street. Because uh, <clears throat> I was in cubicle land, and I hated my job. I've been there nine years with the borough, and I was like, "Man, I need out." And I prayed, you know, I actually like prayed out loud. I said, "I, 
I don't want to work here anymore. I want I want to go do something else. I want to go. I just want to go do something else. And I prayed out loud. And I took my resume and I shot it out. I mailed it out. I emailed it out to anyone and everyone that I could think of that, you know, might be hiring or might, you know, might be able to point me in the right direction. And Lisa Harmon was one of them. She was the CEO of the Downtown Bellings Alliance at the time. And they had a position called the Resource Outreach Coordinator, Rock, which works with street people. And, you know, I shouted out to her and she was like, hey, let's have coffee. And I was like, I thought she was, you know, hey, you could probably go apply here. These guys are hiring because she's in the know. She knows all the downtown business owners and stuff. So I had coffee with her and she was like, do you want this job? I was like, what? Hell yeah, man. I'll take that job. <laughs> oh, man. And then she was like, for real? And I said, yeah. And I said, man, you match my pay, man. I'm coming over. And she said, done deal. And then boom, months later, I'm out there on the streets, you know, trying to help the street folks. But she helped me with that exodus from the cubicle land, which I hated, which I really, because of the negativity and the downward spiral I was in, I felt like that job fed into my addiction. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I made a bad name for myself and then like all the supervisors and the overhead seen me a certain way. When I sobered up, they still treated me like I was in my addiction. They were still, like, you know, trying to get me in trouble and trying to get rid of me and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, so, yeah, Lisa Harmon came in. She said, let my people go. Let my person (laughs) go. And so, you know, she helped me with my exodus out of there, and I'm forever indebted to her because, you know, now that, that opened up the door. That door opened. I walked through it, and... And more doors open, more doors open, and now I'm sitting here tonight with this podcast, this door open, wide open. This was like one even the door, this was like a big old whatever, like those big old doors on um, Middle Earth when they're going to Mordor. <laughs> anyway. I feel you. Yeah, yeah. Those so big like, old French doors. Yeah, we're like the three little hobbits running through there real quick. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's kind of crazy, like just uh, opportunities. Yeah, definitely. And but you know, she believed in me. Um she took a chance on, you know, this res kid and was like, Yeah, I think you can do this job and I had met her like once before. You know, she came over to a talking circle and sat in on a talking circle that I was running and uh and then yeah, that was like the only time I ever talked to her prior what if, to her and what if she was down. scouting you? Possibly. I don't know. What if she made her decision then, like, yo, this is going to be the new. Could whatever. have been. You know? Yeah. You were headhunted. Yeah. yeah, I was. And I just had to put the, put the line out there. And that's crazy. How do you survive cubicle land? Ugh. Ugh. Every, Ugh. Time, every time you say that, you, I think of Mr. Incredible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In the little cubicle? Yeah. yeah. No, the work was okay, and the people that, you know, that I sat by were awesome, you know. Uh, Kim Tusi, you know, she's, like, right there, and, you know, she she's bad. She, you know, she battled um, COVID and stuff, and, you know, prayers for her, and, you know, she's still on the road to recovery through all that. And, but she was really nice to me. She was, like, one, one of the only people there that, you know, remained my friend no matter what, you know, even outside of work, like, 
texts and call and make sure I was doing all right and stuff. So shout out to her, um, her and Tafuna, you know, good people, good people. And I consider them my friends. Nice. Um, but yeah, shout out to Lisa Harmon, you know, for believing in me. Um, and really just kind of helping me out along the way. And still to this day, you know, now she's the pastor here and we're, you know, we're in this office because of her, you know, I mean, because, you know, she believes in us and she never stopped believing in me and she never, you know, she believes in us and believes in what we're doing. So she's supporting us and backing us up. So shout out Reverend Lisa Harmon. And with that, I'll pass. It's crazy. Like I thought, like when I first heard her name, I immediately thought of somebody at Central. Oh, bro. Yeah. And there are. Is it a Miss Harmon or is it Lisa Harmon at Central? I think it was a Miss Harmon. And then there was Lisa Ullman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was like the history teacher. I don't know how I still remember that. <laughs> but, <clears throat> I mean, there's so many people to think about that now that have been there for me. I mean, there there's so many people, but not really. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to really put everybody, like, because I know I'm going to leave somebody out, but I think now what I'm thankful for is my relationship with my mother. I've always been close to my mom, Mm -hmm. and my addiction kind of pushed her away, and she would always welcome me back. And At the time, I thought she gave up on me, but she was really enforcing some boundaries that she set. And tough love, and and now, like I look back on it, and, and more our relationships at like, my birthday was just last Sunday, and last year she wasn't there; she had to work. But this year she was there, and dude, I turned thirty eight, and this is the first birthday party I had since I was twenty one. Oh wow! You know, well, yeah. I've had I've had some before, but just never really at this level. I think it's just a different mind state and. My head's in a different place, but I was extremely grateful for that. Um, I was sharing with my mom yesterday. I was like, you know, the people that meant something, that mean something to me today, and that we mean something to, showed up. Mm. Like my immediate. Oh, yeah. And for that to really take place, like for me, put me in a, like, made me grateful. And even yesterday, my sister, one of my sisters brought over a, a Father's Day cake mm-hmm. and brought sushi. And I was just, I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. Because now where those relationships weren't what they should have been, but the restoration and seeing the beauty of each relationship puts me in a better place mentally. Knowing that I can pick up the phone and call one of my siblings or my mother means so much to me. And if they don't answer, shooting them a text. And one of my my brother always tells me, when I call you, I know you'll answer. Mm. And if you don't answer, you'll call me back in the next couple of minutes. But that just shows me, like, the trust that's been built up. And, of course, like, I can't forget my daughter. Like, 
she doesn't re- like she thinks she needs me but in reality like i need my daughter mm. like i need her like i was thinking today on my way home like man how valuable she is to me and just to be able to do stuff i'm kind of like jc like where he said that his granddaughter granddaughter grandson grandson your grandson would never see you drunk or high. Like, my daughter's seen me in those states, but she was young. Mm. But now she has a home that she is peaceful in. She has, like, <laughs> I remember one day she said, Daddy, when you were young, um, what did you guys watch? Netflix, YouTube, <laughs> Hulu. <laughs> I'm like, dang, maybe you don't even know. <laughs> channel two, four, and eight. I say we had channel twelve, and it turned off at like eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock. And you had I'm to watch proud the snow. To be yeah, an we had to watch. And at least I know I'm free. It used to be that, but ours used to have like the rainbow, like oh yeah, the different color. That's right. That's yeah. Right. Remember, they showed that guy riding a horse. And I'm proud to be an American. Yeah, that was that song. Yeah, that's when you know. Oh man, it's time, oh, to, time to put on a movie or go to bed. <laughs> but I guess, like for me, number three would be my immediate family, Word. and and just to see the restoration of that relationship. Because now I'm able to love my nieces and nephews. Now I'm able to love my daughter the way that they intended, and and they don't have to go to therapy for mm-hmm. bad behavior. They don't have to. Like, be traumatized from, you know, or just me being drunk or high. Like, saying something, doing something. Like, they don't have to. Like, and I think for me, that's beautiful to be able to go to sleep at night and worry about, like, not hitting nobody and not beating. Like, you know what I mean? Like, bro, like, there's been so many times, like, just. You know, you grow up angry and, and you have so much hurt and not saying you were the toughest guy around, but it, it never really, like, it got to the point where it was just like, that was the way you did things, right. you know, and and to be able to be in a different place, like, for me, that's everything. Mm. Like, I think, you know, and it, it's nice to wake up and not be beat up. <laughs> It's a good Amen. thing. Amen. You know right. what I mean? You're like, not supposed to be woken yeah. up. You know? You're like, yeah, yeah. Go to bed, or wake up, and your eyes shut. <laughs> oh, what happened? Uh. Stuff like that, you know. <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> but yeah, man. For me, this is my immediate family, man. Thank you guys. I love you guys. Thank you for the love and thank you for the support. Um, without you guys, I'm really no reason to be here. That's yeah. that's, <clears throat> that's crazy. I'm gonna have to ride that wave too, just coming in because, um, like I said, you know, the rest of my family, I know they. There was a time, you know, when I thought I was alone, you know, in that 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 hole. That's basically what it is—just a concrete hole, and. And I always, you know, like you said, you feel forgotten sometimes. Yeah. But when I got back, I came home, and, man, nothing could be further from the truth. I saw my, you know, most of all my sisters, I mean, you know, my brothers and 
nephews and uncles and stuff, they were there too. But, you know, my sisters are the ones that really showed a lot of love. Mm. Uh, my sister Shauna, you know, and Jessica, Tasha, Selena, Athena, Tessa, Ron, um, Nicole, uh, Sarah, Lori. Um, on the other side, you know, my Auntie Marge, Thomasine. I, she, she, that, that lady's funny. She's a lot of fun to be around. Um, you know, but the thing that really got me was they, they didn't say anything like they didn't want to know about how it was in there. They didn't want to know. They didn't mm. want to talk about the past. They didn't want to, you know, they just said, oh man, it's good to see you. And they give you, gave me, you know, these hugs and showed me love. And it's another thing too, is that they said that they said, I love you. Mm. And, and I think that's important. You know, I mean, you know, for us as native people, our families are huge to us. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, when we say extended family, but I don't think that really covers it. No. Nah. Because it's not extended, like... It's just family. Yeah, they're, they're like, my sisters are my sisters. My brothers are my brothers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, and my little brother, Matt, Matthew, um, a.k.a. Bumpers, a.k.a. Bonkers. <laughs> he's kind of... <laughs> he's, he's a goofy kid, man. I love that kid to death. Um you know, getting all that support. Oh, and then I got a shout out to Britt too. When I first got to working with uh, where I'm at right now, she she went out of her way to you know be nice to me. And ever since then, you know, we built a really good relationship. I give her so much harassment, man. I just tease her mercilessly, mm-hmm. and she just laughs. She laughs. She thinks it's funny. She gives back. But you know, there were times when in the dead of winter, and I had I had my bike, and I st- still walking or trying to get to work, and Ten below weather, and she would drive past work to come pick me up, and then drive back that way. Mm. You know, and she didn't have to do that, and she never said, "Oh, you know, as long as you give me this much gas money or blah blah blah." <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. And so, and in turn, you know, I I help her fix her car. Or, you know, I gave her gas money and stuff. But she's she's been a really really good friend. Right and on. and you know, uh, I love her to death. She's she's she again extended family she's like she's like the reason i think i like her so much is because she's there's a part of each one of my sisters in her mm. you know, i like like her personality she she reminds me of my sisters so you know i gotta give a shout out to her and you know of course all the rest of my family if i failed to mention anybody i'm sorry man my family's huge just like you know the rest of us but um and i'm, I'm gonna close with this because i think i beat you guys as a punch man you two yeah Obviously, you too. Yes. I mean, shout out to me. Shout out. Shout out to <laughs> me. Thank you. I'd like to thank me. Good job, me. Good job. <laughs> Good job, me. But uh, you know, like first talking to Josiah, and man, I barely got the, the words out of my mouth, and he said, "All right, let's do this." Skoden. Skoden, and you know, and then meeting Randy at the CCR, and then listening to him, I'm like, yeah, this guy's funny. This guy's crazy, man. <laughs> but then, you know, li- and then listening to that, and then, you know, it's, it's captivating. So then you start listening more, and then you, you're talking about, like, when, you, when you're explaining scripture and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, yeah, I get that. Because, yeah. you know, then you take those, take that knowledge, take that wisdom and apply it to your life. And I get that from both of you guys, you know. And mm. then, you know, even sometimes maybe just a shoulder to cry on or just yeah. a vent to know what i mean and it's and that's that that i think is important oh and then you know uh uh josiah says accountability accountability Accountability. people yes sir so you know like there are times when i go up to josiah and say hey this is this is what i'm thinking this is how i'm feeling 
What do you think? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Quit acting bad. Quit Just acting kidding. bad. <clears throat> but I can't, you know, it's, I just can't. You, you are bad. But I am bad. I am bad. But, you know, I and, and I, I, just, I am bad. I just got to tell you guys, man, I love you guys. I appreciate everything you do. Thanks for putting up with me. Thanks for, you know, because I know sometimes out of the blue, you guys try to be serious on your texts and all that. <laughs> just random stuff. I know. I'm always like, WTF, what the <laughs> freak is this guy doing? I'm trying to be serious here, I damn was, it. I was, when you were texting earlier, I don't know why. I was like, why does it smell like uh, corn on the cob? <laughs> but I was driving and I couldn't get it out. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Love you guys, too. Shout out to you guys, too. Yes. That doesn't deserve the neck flap. Should we try the new one here? Try the new one. Hey! Hey! Oh, man, I just thought that was. We were starting to vibe there. Yeah, that, one, that one's for uh, Britt, Britt Martinez. Yes. <laughs> yes. Shout out to Brit. shout out Britt, man. She's a she's a good friend of mine, but you know, I haven't seen her in a couple of years. But man, she's she's definitely a real one. <clears throat> one of the of real fun. ones. She's a lot of fun to be around. And yes, shout out to you guys, man. Thank you guys. Thank you both of you guys, tremendously. Um, thank you. Yeah, for sure. And like, yeah, man. I think you guys have like enriched enriched my walk. You know, ever since we started doing that CCR, and then me and JC started hanging out more and doing golfing and stuff last year and everything, and uh, and it's like I use you guys too as like accountability people because like oh, I'll vent to you guys, and there's like no judgment. You guys are just like ah yeah, because you guys have. Effed up thinkers too, like me. Definitely <laughs> 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 relate, and at the same time, you know, sometimes you just need to get stuff off your chest, man. Oh yeah, man. I think that's the thing is like just having a core group that you can be yourself. Mm-hmm. Not not necessarily, in, but say things that not, you wouldn't repeat with like other people. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Like, I mean, I get I get that, too, because, you know, like, I don't know which one of you guys said that. Oh, I think it was you that said, you know, you're before, you know, you really have to get to know somebody before you can yeah. kind of fully be. I'm, I'm the same way because I'm such a, such a weirdo, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> As I do odd things all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like that like that question, though, what did I say? Do you think uh, Smurfs get bluer? In the sun? <laughs> you know what else I was thinking about what? when I sent you that, that one thing with Bigfoot quote? Um, do you think Bigfoot believes in a Loch Ness monster? <laughs> yeah, they're probably cousins. They probably related somehow. They probably eat uh, holiday dinners together. Probably. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. Anyway, them and probably like a big cave in like a body of water where Bigfoot goes in. Yeah. And then they exchange oh. gifts, and the Loch Ness monster comes out like that. No, no, check this out. I'll bet you. That when Bigfoot goes hunt or fishing, he's fishing for Loch Ness monsters. Uh, Bigfoot is the Loch Ness monster. Have you ever thought of that? Boom! Did you guys watch that new uh, King Kong, <laughs> Kong versus Godzilla? Whatever. Oh, I wanted to. I think it? I did, but I don't really. Man, it's hard for me to concentrate. 
Yeah, it's a. I'm more of a. Reader. Oh, you haven't seen it, so I won't. I'm more of a reader than I am a. Ah. Uh, oh, tell me this: Is it any good? Yeah, it's pretty good. What's it called? God Kong. Uh, Godzilla versus Godzilla. King Kong. Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> I remember her. <laughs> or is Kong, is Kong her. the new King Kong movie? Uh, yeah, like it came out a while ago though. Yeah, 2016 or something like that. But yeah, there's a. Godzilla versus King Kong. It's kind of it's kind of hard to follow at some points, but you gotta pay attention. I know one of my friends was talking about Transformers today. I shared uh, something on Snapchat, and they're like, "Oh, I thought that was a Transformer because I tore out a transmission and kind of because oh. it, it's like a big old grapple, you know. Oh, yeah. and then I can swing it around and stuff. Oh. <laughs> they're like, "Oh, I thought that was a Transformer." And oh, today like they had movies. something, and I'm like, "Oh, that's probably." I said, "Oh, that's where you got the Transformer from." Oh. So I was trying to watch Transformer today. I remember uh, when I I can't remember what even which one it was. I watched Transformers in the movie theater. Yeah, and I was sitting there and I thought this is getting close to the end because they have this big old battle scene. Yeah, and man, and they would seem like it would get resolved, and next you know they'd start fighting again, and man, it just kept going and going, and I was like, yeah. extended. Some, somebody win already! I got. I gotta get, get going. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's how those movies are. It's just like action packed. Like just all these fights and all these battles like going on throughout the whole movie, like the whole movie, pretty much. It's like, man, somebody wins. By the way, I haven't even watched it, guys. Oh, really? <laughs> what God, Godzilla or Transformer? Oh, Any of them. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you ain't missing. If you watch no, I'm kind of more of like a comedy guy. Like, uh, yeah. me and my daughter were just watching. I was like, we couldn't find. Uh, well, she wants to watch Gorilla, and we just haven't had the time, so we're gonna do it on Sunday. But. She was like, well, let's just watch White Chicks then. Gorilla? <laughs> What's a gorilla? Cruella. Oh, Cruella. Oh, I thought yeah. you said gorilla, too. No, I was Cruella. like, no, I never heard of that one. <laughs> no, Cruella, because she's been wanting to watch it, and we just like, oh, no, man, we just haven't had the time. Yeah, watch that uh, Luca. Yeah, it's that's what we've been watching on Disney+. Yeah, Plus. Yeah, yeah. How about that Raya? Yeah, that's yeah, that's the that one. I watched that one to death too. I, I like I, it. When I when I was down with the rickets, <laughs> my my daughter, I, I was telling everybody, yeah, it it helps when you laugh to you know heal. Yeah. And then she so she goes here. She had Disney Plus, so she gave me her password, and I was watching all those. Oh, nice. And I still got it, so I still watch it. I don't know. Nice. I don't know if she's listening, but yeah, <laughs> kick her a couple of dollars. Like here, I'll pay for this month. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool, man. That um, yeah, I'll sit down and watch Endgame. I don't know why I was thinking that, but today I seen somebody share a meme. Yeah, <laughs> and it was a freaking like of an old school TV. Really has Netflix on there, <laughs> 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 like one of those TV V share combos, yeah, like yeah, a little yeah. miniature one. <laughs> I think I've seen that one. The old tube TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of like a little prison TV. Like my brother brought one. <laughs> oh, you yeah. know what I mean. But this one had like a VCR on the bottom, but on it really had Netflix. <laughs> I think I seen a meme like that said somebody Resantes or something. <laughs> Resantes get Netflix or something. <laughs> Net- Netflix and chill with the anti, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. OMG. What did you say? End Endgame. Yeah. What is that? That's the Avengers. Oh, oh okay. Because that's on Disney Plus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the Avengers. 
Avengers. Avengers. I, I like, like Black all, Panther. I like all. I like all kinds of movies. Really, just like music. Yeah. It's like it's got to be a good one though. I was just watching something on um, how they did the makeup for Michael B. Jordan. Over on Black Panther. Yeah, like they had to like make molds and it kind of looked like. Kind of like those bubble things, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, then they taped them and did makeup. And Oh, man, those guys sit through hours hey, of makeup. Man, that stuff looks gross. Like, when you think about it. Huh? Yeah. I found an Avengers ball on the golf course the other day. Oh, real? Yeah, it's a, pur- it's a Black Panther one. Nice. Yeah. It's a purple yeah. ball. I'm going to bring it to this guy. Yeah. What was it? Um, what did we watch? Sunday was pretty chill. Father's Day, just chilling with my boys. Uh, the lady and my daughter went out to um, her parent, her her dad's house to eat stuff, and I just chilled with my boys and we watched we watched Luca again, and then we watched uh, Christopher Robin. And I I was sitting there, I was all into it. They went off and started playing with their toys, and I sat there and watched the whole thing by myself. <laughs> it took me back to my childhood. I was like, man, that's how it would have been. Christopher Robin, which one is that? Is that? The Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh guy, remember? Yeah, I know. But, but it's is, like real. Is like he's like, way older. And then Winnie the Pooh like comes to his, goes into the tree and pops up in his hometown in the courtyard where he, they live. Oh, yeah. Oh, I okay. never even watched that. Uh, it's good, man. It's really good, man. Uh, it took me back because when I was a kid, I used to, like we didn't have cable or anything. So I'd always be renting Winnie the Pooh movies and those, yeah. like from the video store and Blockbuster when I was a kid. Yeah, I, was watching I miss Blockbuster. Pool. That's that's another thing these these youngsters don't understand is you had to go out and get an actual like it was a tape. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the size of a book. Or yeah. they probably don't even know what books are anymore. <laughs> no, just you remember when they used to have, just have like even like the popular movies, they'd have like ten, fifteen of them. Yeah. Like the popular you had to go look back behind Yeah, the thing. like and you had to be there in time to get one. Yeah. And I always went and I said, Can I check the return? And then they would just open Never up that door, and, yeah, and then they pull out that big old bin, and I go through and try to find my movie. Or else you see somebody coming in with their little stack, and then you go check them out real quick. Yeah, stand behind them. Stand by them. What they got? What they got? What they got? That's crazy. We used to live like three blocks from Blockbuster, man. It was just right down the road. Over? Yeah. It's the one on uh, West End? No, the one on the North Side. We grew up like, well, grew up in Lachkas, but we moved over here and lived up, like. Oh, it used to be a video years. library. Yeah, huge part. Like, man, 27th is, like, totally different from my Back days. in the day, yeah. And they got rid of that Pizza Hut. Yeah, we used to go, like, yeah, pizza, like, like on special times when, you know, like, probably mm-hmm. my mom's payday or something. Yeah. Like, us, like, all the kids and my mom, would, we would all walk down there. Nice. Just kind of, like, on a night like this, you know? Yeah. Kind of warm, and we would go and all have family dinner at Pizza Hut. That was a treat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. or else, like, on a Friday night, she would give us a Throw us a few bones and we go down to video library. Yeah. Um, Blockbuster video library. I think it was movie gallery. Oh, yeah, movie gallery. Video library. Go and get uh, movies. And Man, I remember back like in the early, early days, we didn't even have a VCR. So when we went to the movie store, we could, my dad would rent one of those. That's what yeah, I was going to say. You could rent like a suitcase thing. Yeah. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we did that too. Like what you said, that was a treat, man. That yeah. was a treat. Yeah. Oh, we got a VCR and you got some movies. And if you I have know. enough, you get like popcorn. Or yeah. And I remember, yeah. And then I remember I'd be the last one up <laughs> watching all the movies. I didn't care what it was. I was just watching. 
Everybody crashed out. But now it's like life is too um, easy now. Yeah. Like, you don't appreciate things. I don't appreciate things as mm. much as I should, like, because it's so easy. Yeah. Like, you want whatever type of food you want, you jump on Uber Eats, DoorDash. Yeah. I mean, who would have thought, like, 20 years ago, I could tell you, you can watch the Avengers Endgame while taking a dump in the McDonald's bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can yeah. freaking watch something from your phone and cast it to the TV, like. Yeah. Bro, it's so easy. Easy. You can even, like, AMC, you can get on your phone and watch, you know? Yeah. Which is, like, nuts. Yeah. Or else, you know, like, like if you... Like, what, what I've been doing a lot is, like, I'm, oh, man, I remember that game when Michael Jordan was sick. No, I think I'll watch uh, that, and then you can bring it up. Yeah. yeah. Watch yeah, yeah. it. Or at least highlights of it. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy, man. Like sometimes just, I'll do that, do something like that. Like, I'll just go, like, to, like, shooters, like NBA, like basketball. I also type in J.J. Reddick highlights, and I'll just watch him shoot. Or Reggie Miller. <laughs> boom, boom. There's like all these highlights of them just like coming off screens and catching it and boom. I like, I like watch, that. I like that. I like to watch those those assist videos like Jason Williams and yeah, uh, yeah. Skip Malou. Yeah, Ray yeah, yeah. Rafer, yeah. I just watched something, uh, top 30 plays of this year. and Stephon Marbury. I forgot who to play oh, with. Yeah, but I, I love Jay, Jason Williams. Like, yeah. like chocolate. Like chocolate. Like yeah, his like he brought in like the whole, you know, like the street game. Yeah, another go-to of mine is the uh, 2004 American League Championship when Boston came back from 3-0, beat the Yankees, and they went on to win their first World Series <laughs> in like 86 years. Uh, I remember exactly where I was when that was going on live. Yeah, and now I go back just to watch those those. Those Yankee fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See that look on their face? I can't I stand the Yankees. <laughs> where's my where's my damn <laughs> the Yankees? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um well with that Yeah, with that. Um I just kinda wanted to say like uh with the shout outs you guys were mentioning your kids and all that was like I know for me like uh, with my kids, like, uh, I, I'm learning from them. As much as they're probably learning from me, like, watching me and my actions and stuff, like, I'm learning from them. Like, they're, especially, like, when they're younger, like, they're just, like, so resilient. You know, like, no matter what, they they could be bawling their eyes out and having their worst day, and then, like, 5, 10, 15 minutes later, you know, boom, they bounce back, and they're just like, Oh, let's go play. Let's go run through the sprinklers, you know? And I was like, whoa, weren't you just now freaking out, you know? Uh, yeah. And then, like, but like that, they just, like, they can start their day over at any moment. Mm-hmm. And it's just so amazing to me. Like, even now, you know, like, my boy's getting older and we're starting to have more kind of serious talk, man talks and stuff. And that's cool, man. It's just like, wow. It's like, I'm kind of starting to say the same stuff that my dad said to me, to him. You know what I mean? And it's kind of like, whoa, man, those were like, I was like, get done with the conversation with him. Like on Father's Day, we had a real long conversation, you know, and then um, after, you know, I dropped him back off at his mom's and stuff. And I was driving downtown for a talking circle. I was like, whoa, man, I was like, 
I said a lot of things that my dad said to me, to my son today. And that was that was really cool. Like that I was able to pass on that information, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I learned a lot from my kids, man. Especially my daughter, she's kind of uh she likes to fight. Just <laughs> to argue. I think those are the worst. Like, like test, testing. <laughs> the Lord put her on this earth to test me. <laughs> oh Lord, Lord help me. All I'm gonna say is just wait. <laughs> I tell you, with my daughter, like, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah, that's pretty good stuff. Um, and I was gonna say something, but I forgot what I was gonna say now. Huh. Must not have been important. When he said, just wait. Just wait. What? Huh? Who it? About daughters. Oh, oh yeah. When you said about, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, that's that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> yeah, just wait. I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> no, no, neither am I, but. It's kind of crazy because we went to the park tonight, and I, and I just kind of watched her, and she wanted to ride her bike. And we got to the park, and she's like, Dad. And I'm like, what? She's like, this park's kind of boring. Let's go for a walk. Yeah. Because it, it is like a cheap park. Just all that. It's like a little. Because we moved to a new area. Oh, yeah and, yeah, yeah. and it's like an old park that's just. Like it's been abandoned, you know? Yeah. It's like meadow. Yeah. There's, like, there's no joy at that park. Huh? Yeah. Just like one little like playground and it's like four monkey bars, you know, with like four swings there. And what was your, what was your go-to like at the, what was your go-to at the playground? When I was a kid? Yeah. Monkey bars. Definitely. Um, Remember those ones that, that look like a little dome? Yeah. yeah. I used to like love those. Sweat lodge. Like the little, yeah. yeah, like those. Them were cool, like the little octagon type looking. Yeah. Mine was either like the swings or the merry-go-round because I love to jump off. Yeah. That was my thing. It's like go as high as you could on the swings and jump off. Or else they didn't like. Make a mark on there. Flip backwards. Oh, man. I never, I never got that, that. that fancy. Yeah, I remember. I remember one time when when I was in like third grade in Santa Fe. This is when I was in living in Santa Fe. And we were doing that, and man, this one kid. Right, it was crazy because right when he went like to the bottom, like basically where it would just sit. Yeah, and he was swinging pretty high, and right when he got to the bottom, man, both of those changes, boom! And oh, <laughs> and I kept thinking, man, what if he <laughs> got to the like way out there? And just oh, kept on going, launched, oh, launched him. But the one thing I didn't like was the merry-go-round. I couldn't, I can't handle that. Man, the merry-go-round punished me, bro. Oof. I hated like, that. We were, I got a couple black eyes from it. We were all like playing around the merry-go-round, and and I jumped off, and I was trying to like go back or something, and oh. dude, it got me right on top of the head. Like I still remember running in there and like screaming, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but my head was. Mommy, 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 yeah, I remember one time, you know, remember it's going fast and you can kind of see it. Yeah. Then you can kind of pick one out and then you run and you grab it. Like you jump and grab it. And I tried to do that. But, man, I mistimed it and I'm, boom, man, right here. Right on my left side. Boom. And I had a black eye for like a week and a half. Going real fast. And it's a little faster than you thought and you grab onto it and then get shit whipped. <laughs> <laughs> That's Just crazy. dusted. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, mine was like, get too dizzy and try to jump off, and that hurt all the time, too, because you land all funky, just get sent. I didn't like that. I mean, like, even carnival rides, I didn't, I was afraid of them. My favorite was the Gravitron. 
That's one thing I could handle, I guess. It, it was, was weird like a because, big swing. yeah, like the Gravitron, remember? Like it's like that magnetic when you spin in a circle, like you're spinning so fast and you're just oh, okay, on that mind. wall. I, I thought you were talking about that one. Remember that boat that goes like that? That was uh, the Sea Dragon. Yeah. But then later on, like like when I was in high school, I started getting you know, a little bit braver. And then I went to uh, Calgary Stampede. That's where they... The they have a they they call it the Indian village, uh huh. But my stepmom's uh, family they have a, a teepee there, and mm. <clears throat> but anyway they they get they get to go in there for free. They get the passes are not like a like a ID card. Yeah. So you get to go do everything, but you know. And then I started getting on the rides over there and started getting a little braver. And they got some weird ones over there, really? like some like like this one. I mean, I never got on there, but the first time I ever saw it, and it was just basically it looked like a pill. Like the shape of a pill, and then two people would sit this way, and then two people back to back. Yeah, and then it would just swing back and forth until it goes all the way around. And man, by the time it starts going around in a circle, they they pass by where they first get on. Yeah, Woof, man, they, they're hauling some ass, bro. Dang, I was like, and it, and it's not small either. It like goes way up there and then comes back around. But, but me, when I was little, I was a little kid that, you know, every time you go by the guy that's running it, yeah. stop! <laughs> stop! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh, man, I think that's, I think I screamed my head off first time I got on a zipper. I was 18 years old. Dang. I was kidding. <laughs> yeah. I was probably like 12, man. My sister took me on there. I, uh, I screamed the whole time. Ah, make it stop! <laughs> <laughs> if you try to yell at the dude, that, yeah. the carny that's got the control, he don't care, man. He's just probably like, heard it all, saw it all. That's what I remember, like just uh, going on the zipper and just spinning. Yeah, and it wasn't my idea to spin. You yeah. know, like dude, that like flipping. Yeah, that just like they had made that, me sick. That, yeah. that one Ferris wheel looking thing, but it was inside of a cage and it had the steering wheel in there. Oh, I think that was. I remember. Maybe I heard stories it. about it. Yeah. I never. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. Like the apple type deal. Like when you no, no, when this, you spin that wheel and you just spin in there. No, this one was like a Ferris wheel, but but then when you're in there and then you spin, I guess like that. Oh, I don't remember. So you can go upside down, and then you're just spinning around while going in a circle. Oh, huh. I don't. Remember. I heard about that. I never seen it. And then there was another one too. I think they called it the Star of all <laughs> things, but it had like this brake. So if you didn't pull that brake, you would just basically like a Ferris wheel. You would just stay level. But you hold on to that brake, and it would stop. And then, so by the time you go all the way around, and then you'd be upside down. Oh. And I used to get on there and never touch the brake. Just chill. <laughs> Dang. Oh, you know, like, I guess having that control of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. All right, gentlemen, I think that was a pretty good episode. We'll give a shout-outs to the people that helped us along the way, and I know there's a lot more, so I know we can definitely shelve this topic, and we'll come back to it and do some more shout-outs down the road. But, yeah, all the people we gave shout-outs to you tonight, you know, we appreciate you. We love you. Continue to support us. Continue to believe in us. And if there's anybody out there that listening to the podcast that you feel like nobody, you're doing the sober thing and nobody cares, man, we care. Absolutely. We care. We support you. We believe in you because we've been in your shoes. We are in your shoes right now. And we believe in you. So if you need a word of encouragement, man, hit us up on our Facebook page. 
Hit us up on our email. It's going to be in the links here. When we post this episode, man, hit us up. We just need some. If you want to get a shout out on our next episode, on episode 35, hit us up, man. We'll give you a shout out. How What your name and how many days you've been sober. Yeah. And also, you know, we can also use fresh ideas. If you guys got anything, you, man, they should talk about this. Let us know. Yeah. And this one is for you guys. Uh-huh. You guys don't get that picture. So, so with that, um, here's our sign off. We'll let you guys go now, and we will see you back on episode thirty-five. Um, better than ever. Any last, any last words from you, gentlemen? Famous last words. Not really. Nope. No, other than hang in there. On a dark desert highway. I don't know. I just want to shout out like the people that are just now starting sobriety. Mm. I just Stick had a conversation. Yeah, I just had a conversation with one today. I just checked in on him and he's still going strong, man. He's still pushing forward. And I'm like, dog, like just keep going because it Word. gets better. Word. You know? Mm-hmm. Like it, it does get better. Yes, sir. And it's worth the fight, man. Like in the beginning, it's a fight, but then it gets to the point where you just kind of almost throw it on cruise control and it just becomes second nature. Like you're exactly. like, okay, I'm not going to use it, not because I like fighting the urge, but because that's not what I do anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm doing this. I'm walking the red road now. This is yeah. what I do. You know? Like, yeah, it just becomes what you do. What seemed difficult, what seemed hard. In the beginning, it's just like it just becomes what you do. Yeah, and it's just like you said, second nature. And you don't you don't have to white knuckle it on your own. There yeah. are people out there that'll help you. We support you. We believe in you. We love you. We care about you. We want you to succeed. Mm-hmm. So always remember that. Yes, sir. And with that, to all our listeners all over Flat Earth, we appreciate you. We love Why? you. Continue Why? to like and support and share our episodes. Um, deuces. Peace out, Hollaback citizens. Just do that to get on my nerves. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, Hollerich boy? This is your favorite Indian, JCB. Hey yo, it's Randy B, aka Pod Gotti. Yo, Josiah Mo Fire. AKA Mo Hugs Not Drugs. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.